DJ PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Going to talk college football with Dylan Colley in just a minute. Former BYU wide receiver, former Hawaii wide receiver, guy who uh, transferred twice during his career. And while he was in Hawaii, there was a coaching change. So the turmoil of college athletics he is, he is familiar with. Sure, yeah. And, I, and I, I think as long as you go into it with your eyes wide open, you can negotiate it. And I think in these days, players do. Hence, we have quarterbacks uh, quitting after one season yeah, and, and transferring. Think, and and that's, that, that's unique to that position. Uh, you know, you can be a backup running back your you first year or two. Oh, yeah. And then, and then if you're good enough, you can take over the spot. Um, and multiple guys play, and you get yeah. in on special teams. You're not just standing there the whole time, never breaking a sweat except for warm-ups. I don't know if it's the right thing, but I understand why these kids, these quarterbacks, are just bouncing around almost just for some of them nonstop. Because you think you're doing the right thing. You... Coming at it from a place of selfishness, but yeah, if you don't look out for yourself, who's going to do it? Nobody. Yeah, because uh, the coaches will bury you if they think they got another guy. Yeah, I can recall Aaron Roderick saying multiple times, "I'm paid to win games. That's that, how I keep my job." That's so, a true story. So I have to play the person who I think is best. If and I've got three or four of them, five of them. Hell, he was joking to me. I talked to him when they got that Finnegan kid from Boise. And I said, what are you doing here, man? He's, I'm, I'd take 10 if I could get him. You know, because the better, more competition, the more, better chance you have to have a real they've, good player. They've had multiple seasons the last decade where they started three different guys. Yeah. And so you let them compete. And if the other guys want to leave, they leave. But you can't really worry about that. You're paid to win games. So it's all cutthroat here. That's why I'm so glad these kids can finally cash in because it never was about the student athlete. It's about the athlete. A hundred percent. Yeah. And go, I need you to win me games. Because if you don't, I, is, and, he, and A-Rod got canned. This is not a new development. <laughs> no. It's been, it, the money's it's getting prominent bigger. now. It's out, right. it's out in the open now. We're seeing but the outrageousness it, of it now in, this, in the last 48 hours. But when Urban Meyer was at Utah, he said, I wish kids cared who the biology professor was but it's about two things the swoosh at ESPN kids want to be on TV especially in that era there's more games on TV now than there were pretty then. much everything is yeah yeah but in that era they wanted to be on ESPN that yeah. was the era of the mountain uh-huh. they wanted oh, to yeah, be on ESPN joke they wanted to be on ESPN yeah, yeah. And they wanted the swoosh the Oregon uniforms were taken off and I think that's what they have I'm glad that the the seediness of it is being exposed more. I don't think it's going to reduce any fan's commitment and passion because if you went to the games with your father, and you're by far not even close to the only one. There's literally hundreds of thousands that had your upbringing in terms of that's how they became the fan. Whether they go to the school or not doesn't matter. That's how they, they have become to live the in fan. the area. Yeah. For the most part. The yeah. BYU, Notre Dame, and the service academies, yeah. they're different. 
right. but for all the state schools, right, which are the vast majority. And that's how they become fans. I have dear friends who went to Utah games with their father, mm-hmm. and that's how they became, and they're lifelong fans. And they don't care who the coach is. They just want them to win. So I think that fans are aware of it. But if you're winning, it, it doesn't matter all that other stuff. As long as you're not just flagrantly violating the rules. You know what I mean? you got you got to have some form of clean about you. Uh, and, I mean, ultimately, that's what did Sean Miller in. Right? It's just, you're, you're flagrantly violating. Keep it on the down low. And everything's okay, <laughs> but don't don't have, is, don't be recorded, <laughs> and you know you dropping f bombs, and then everybody can hear it about about all this stuff. That that's the seediness of it all. Uh, and then and, and if you win, you're, you're good to go. And if you don't win, well, then the funny thing is you don't have any loyalty to that that uh, person anyway. Now I got a good friend, and I was teasing him just the other day. You know, he was uh, Whittingham's offense two years ago against Oregon wasn't good enough. Oh, man, we're going to make the playoff next year. Look at all these young guys. I laugh at him. I said, two years ago, you wanted this guy gone. Because <laughs> <laughs> he had taken him as far as you could go. Very good, but not good enough. And you got the taste of it, and you want more. Well, now, yeah, we, we got to, no, he ain't retiring. We got a shot to make the playoffs <laughs> next year. <laughs> I said, last uh, season, you wanted him gone. No, I didn't. I said, yes, you did, because last season doesn't count. Last year didn't count. It wasn't a season. So the, the last season, you were saying, that's it. It's time to make a change. So now one season later, because last season doesn't count, right? So I can say the last season, which was hey, 19, right? You're changing rules, but you got an argument. I get where you're going. You can't Go judge ahead. 20. Come on. Waste of time. And now literally the next full season – we're going to playoff, man. <laughs> I guess the thing that I don't understand completely because I've I've not been in that situation is how your self-esteem and your mood and all those things involved can be Altered. That's by where I'm winning not. I'm or just, losing of a college team. I'm that, just. That's the where I don't really get it. Yeah, I'm just not the right test case for you there. Yeah. I can't explain that to you. And and maybe it's because in the industry you see so many games and you meet so many people and you get it. I mean, here people love the red or love the blue, and if you say anything that crosses whatever they think or believe, that there is a percentage of them that just blow up on Twitter. And you can't even say the stuff that they tweet at you. Effing imbecile. <laughs> I got that this week. For who? Uh, that was a Ute fan who sent it to me. Uh, because to I said, you about you? Yes. They called me an effing imbecile. Oh, well, I agree. <laughs> Thanks, coach. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's reasonable. <laughs> sure it is. I can see that. Uh, and they'll they'll attack your career. They'll attack whatever. They just I don't know. <laughs> They're so into it. I don't I don't completely get it. But yet some people understand that I am way too into this. But yet they still it sucks them in. You saw that I don't know if you I, at least I did the Ohio State older guy looked like he was on a front row. He was leaning over the railing, 
and he just looked like he just got the worst news ever. Did you see that? Photo? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scotty said this guy's going to be a uh, a meme in about three seconds, yeah. and then later he tweeted out, "There it is." Because I wasn't watching when it happened. Yeah. I didn't watch as much football on my trip as you think I did, and so <laughs> I missed that. But I saw it, I saw the clip later, and but the thing is, I I also I did see that, but I didn't know that he was over the top. Like that, like he's really disappointed. He it seems like, right. He lost a really big game, but he's still in the stadium. He's not yelling at anybody. He's not cussing anybody out. No, 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 no. You know, it's like if you want to be really sad about that game for 15 minutes and then you drive your car and drive home for, well, it's a road game, right? So assuming he's made the trip up and he doesn't live locally and among the enemy and you drive home for, I don't know what it is, two, three, four hours, whatever it is, that to me isn't over the top. Mm, I mean, you're 10 and 2. Yeah, and for them, that's a down year. And it sucks. Yeah, he but, loved but you can't Michigan. go to the playoff every year. I agree, and you can't beat Michigan every year. And they beat him eight in a row. If you're an Ohio State fan, you got to love life. And he does. But he gets to be sad <laughs> for 15 minutes after a big loss. That's not too much. And he didn't yell at anybody. He wasn't well, one of those you idiots. You don't know what he did or didn't do. Well, in that moment, he wasn't. And so I'm only going off that. But in that moment, he wasn't starting a fight. He wasn't yelling at anybody. He just looked down because his team lost. He may have dropped Amazing Blue fan. And if he did, that'd be wrong. <laughs> but he didn't look like, to me, like the kind of guy who's going to do that. I mean, it was funny, and it was a meme, yeah. But like, if that's the height of your fandom, that's okay. Big uh, deal. Yeah, that seems a little bit excessive for me, but that's just my opinion. But at the but same the time... But the idiots starting fights in stadiums that we see well, all drunk. the time... Yeah, but that's another story. But their team's losing, too. Usually. Not always. You're right. Some of them are just looking to... They, uh, some people must just well, be going but, but to... Yeah, but there's a winner his... and loser in every game. Right. So, and when they start those fights, there's always going... If you have a 60,000-seat stadium, not literally not every single soul right, yeah. is for the same team. So you're going to have somebody from the opposing team. Yep. That's, that's beyond over the top. That's absolutely 1,000 times unacceptable. But that's the... That's why... Not the fighting, but that fan, that Ohio State guy, that's why they can get these enormous amounts of money. Yeah. Yep. And I joke, who was I? Well, I, that's one reason. I mean, another I reason. I think it's even, a large reason. But even casual fans like you, they're getting a lot of money from TV networks. They're getting a lot of money out of the cable fees. So they're getting money out of you and I. You don't even, you're not writing $25 checks to ASU unless they go to the Rose Bowl. We know 20. that. 20 20 Okay, $20 checks. <laughs> but they're still getting a lot of money out of you because they're getting money out no, of your, your cable and satellites. They got, a, they got my money when I was there. Now that I, I got rid of the home line. They can't find you. They can't, no. I, I'm, Elusive. They used to call three times a week. Because then I used to answer it. They're and then, better in UC Santa Barbara. After I moved a couple times, they couldn't find me oh, anymore. They found me. Because they, still, they still mail me stuff. I never gave them my address. Yeah, no, nobody's mailing. Yeah, they haven't found me. Oh, I, I not. Your development I, people are better than our development I people. I get so. the ASU General Magazine and the Cronkite Magazine. I told you the story yeah. of my wife when the Cronkite I can't believe she didn't know that. I give her credit for being pretty savvy. She didn't know Cronkite School I, of Journalism? Why would she? She lived in Arizona. It's all over the place. It's on billboards. I, I see advertisements for it. I don't think she it. paid a lick of attention. Well, clearly. No, I agree <laughs> because she didn't know. And I'm a blowhard. I make crap up. I know that too. So she thought I just picked out the most famous. No, I didn't pick out. He picked me.
he wanted to be associated with me. <sighs> okay. And that was a win for him because look <laughs> at me now, mama. Okay. All right. Look where I am now. Still to this day, unbelievable. I pinch myself. I got a bunch of bruises on my wrist. I'm constantly pinching myself. I can't believe it. I have made it to this level. I am such a star. It's beyond belief. You done? You good? I, I think I got another 15 years in me. You do, if you choose. <laughs> well, if the people want it. This if, is not 9 o'clock PK at his best here. If they want it, <laughs> uh, and let, get, let us know now. If you want me to stay another 15, I will. Yeah, Twitter exploding. Because of the cause, I will. How long do you want PK to continue to do this? Let's put it out there right now. And whatever the majority is, and I won't claim fraud, and no, we won't have to have all hanging chads and, and, uh, you know, explosions here and there. No, I'll believe in the system. How long do they want me? Because if they want me, I'm going to be there for them because they've been there for me. It's like two dogs ago in our household. <laughs> it, what? Ten years ago, four months ago, <laughs> two dogs ago. Yeah, it was two <laughs> dogs ago. Measuring time by dogs. Two dogs ago. <laughs> it was the f- uh, first Pac-12 title game in our household. And my wife and I, and, and Monson and his wife, we're going to go to the Bay Area, right? And we're going to go to the game, and we got to cover it, and then we'll stay up there for the weekend, right? Well, literally the day we're leaving, we get a diagnosis that the dog has cancer. And so I go home, and she's just beside herself. He's got cancer. We're scheduled to leave in two hours. Well, I got to go to the airport. I got to go. What are you going to do? And, and and like what four or five years earlier, my wife had a serious issue of cancer, and the dog spent six months in bed with her. I mean, I got pictures, mm-hmm. right? Literally laying on her. It's amazing what dogs know. And she says, "He was there with my cancer. I'm gonna be there for his." And she didn't go. All right. Well, that's the way I feel with our listeners. They were there for me in the early Rocky years. But now the glory years are here. And if they still want me, I'll stay. All right. <laughs> you know Brian Kelly. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm loyal to my yeah. to our fans. I mean, another, they're mostly your fans. Another radio station gave you $100 million to be gone. $100 million? And I, I, Now the reports are it's 95 Is that different? No. <laughs> Yeah, but now we're over this new folks. I mean, they got like $9 trillion over there and somewhere, right, Yach? That's what you people say. They'll, they'll match it. Sweet. Good I'm, for you. I'm good to go. Good for you. Hey, I read the Tribune website. I see all the stuff they got over there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now they're not going to match it. After that crack, you just ruined everything. It was all set up, and don't, then you had to go on on me. I, I just go on the website. What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, DJ PK, what happened to Dylan Cauley? He didn't want to talk about a win over USC? I, was sent, I don't even know who you are anymore, Dylan. I was sent Dylan. voicemail. So. Don't worry, I covered it. I had no idea where we were going, but we got there. All right, well, 
See if Dylan shows up in the next segment. We don't have GPS on this show. (laughs) (laughs) It's a winding path. There's no doubt about that. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. For Kyle Whittingham and the Utes, it all comes down to this. It's the Pac-12 championship game in Las Vegas as the Utes look to claim their first ever Pac-12 title. The Zone Sports Network will be in Las Vegas with nonstop blow-out-the-budget coverage of the Utes as they battle Oregon for a spot in the Rose Bowl. Your home for the best coverage of the Utes in the Pac-12 championship game is right Right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK, we are brought to you in part by Lee's Heating and Air. Lee's Heating and Air, home to the award-winning line of American Standard Furnaces and Air Conditioners. Call or visit Lee'sHeatAC.com now to schedule a free in-home estimate or free second opinion. All right, normally we do the uh, feedback in the next segment, and we will, but we need a little more time for some of this. (laughs) (laughs) It's for life. Whoa, unto the liar, in quotes. First off, I love any tweet that starts, whoa, unto the liar. I think it's just whoa. W-O-A-H. I prefer to think of it as whoa, but you're probably right. Whoa, unto the liar, PK. You don't understand the emotion from a win. Go look at your tweets after a BYU victory. You're a fanboy with credentials. I, when BYU wins, I get drunk on life. <laughs> Okay, we can, for the thousandth time, tell you the truth about how it really is. I'm, I've been blue my whole life, man. You I have f- not. I fit You're the lying. profile. You're lying. Now, woe unto you, the liar. I like woa. Woa! <laughs> unto the liar. I am a liar. The teams don't matter as much. You get to know the people. No, not this time. Yes. No, I'm hardcore BYU. Let him think what he thinks. That means he was listening. Oh, I know that. Yes. <laughs> I'm with you on that. But I think he's going to listen. Most of the people who tweet back at you and say they're not listening, they're, they're like, I stopped listening to you years ago. Well, the best part of it is that you could say years ago. That means I've been doing it for years. Yeah! <laughs> it's a killer job. I love it. Uh, I, it, I have to admit, it amazes me after all this time he thinks I'm a hardcore cougar. But or that you're a hardcore you. Either way. But in this case, that's what we got. Look at my tweets afterward. Absolutely. You I, tweak, I met you him at tweak, the airport you, when they you, beat Oregon in basketball. You that's tweak, why I was a little cranky the next morning. You tweak people. <laughs> you were cranky the next morning, but that's not why. <laughs> I tweak people or I tweet people? You tweak people all the time on Twitter. (laughs) That's what it's there for. Nothing you say on Twitter should be taken to face value. And that's the truth. (laughs) Oh, shoot. That's funny that he would think that. That that makes my day. That means it's working. (laughs) You like Kyle. You like Kalani, you like A-Rod, and you like Morgan Scally. Everybody now you, does. You may like, and that's largely true, actually. <laughs> now, you may like more people than that. That's I not like a Tuiaki. complete list. Oh, yes, 100%. <laughs> yes, and then he should be in that group. You're right. And you like these guys, and you text with these guys. Not limited to these guys. You text with other people, too. 
other people in positions of power. Yeah, I want them all to win. That's where I've gone soft. Yes. But I'll admit it. Yes. I want them all to have success. When you were in newspaper, subscriptions didn't move, and web hits were, hits on a website were not a thing. Didn't, weren't invented, no. Right. And now, hits on a website are real important. People are getting judged, moved on and off the beats because of them. Not necessarily because of a reporter's performance, but because now management sees, oh, that isn't generating well, any traffic it, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you see, you used to see it a little bit. You would see it in L.A. when the Clippers, they'd, get, they'd be on the front page at the start of the year, but by game 20 when they were 5-15, and 15, they'd be buried inside. Yeah. And by game 60, they may not even have a beat rider. They'd just take three paragraphs off AP. And then they'd start over the next year and treat them like they were a big deal and go through the same process. So it happened a little bit before, but now it happens a lot. Yeah, business changed that way. Yeah, right. And you you allocate your resources in a different accordingly. Way. Yeah. yeah, accordingly. That's for sure. And TV and radio have always done it because they've always been subject to ratings. Yeah, and have always been known and and aware of it because once you see layoffs, whether it's you or it's a friend or it's a coworker. Yeah, but I don't think that that I'm I'm unusual at all. You're not. I think that most folks in my position with the longevity, you end up knowing people and you end up, if you don't like them, that's one thing, but you end up liking them. And most of our guys and even the, the, the female coaches in town, they're, they're so likable. They're, mm-hmm. they're great people. I mean, I'm going to root for Utah women's volleyball. Because you've talked to Beth Lanier over the years. Many times over. Yeah. I've covered her games, on NCAA tournament games on the road when I was with the Watchdog. Yeah. I'm going to root for her volleyball team to take it as far as they can go, whatever that is, Sweet 16, Elite 8, whatever it might be. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, I root for those folks to have success. But I, I think that's part of the deal. As you, If you're in the same area for that long, you end up doing that. I don't, I don't think that's unusual whatsoever. I think that's just a normal process. People, in the end, that's really all you have is relationships. And we've both seen plenty, well, everybody in the local media has seen uh, people change jobs and change the color of the T-shirt they wear to practice, but they're the same person. And I've seen people get fired, and it sucks. Of course. <laughs> I mean, I was pretty close to Jack Aletti, uh-huh. and when he got fired... It sucked. It, it sucked to the point where I was having breakfast with him, and I walked out without paying because Dinah Dash. Yeah, I did. But you were so caught up in the discussion with him and the emotion of everything. Yes, yes. A sweet 16 and two years later gone. Yeah, yeah. Which would be a rare, for this market, would be a yeah. rare foray into the big time. Yeah. Because that doesn't usually happen here. Usually you get the third year here. Right, right. And so when he got canned. Croton got the third year. I here. felt so yeah. awful that I literally committed a crime <laughs> in <laughs> Vegas down at the conference tournament. Yeah, I did. True story. And I didn't even realize it until the next day I went back for breakfast and the guy says, hey, you didn't pay yesterday. Oh, crap. And the funny thing, I'm on a company credit card. You weren't even getting ahead. <laughs> yes, yes. Wasn't your money. Right. It was not my money. No, no. And that's how bad I felt for Ray. And I walked out with him. So what'd you do? Just hand the waiter the credit card? He wouldn't take it. Oh, really? He believed me. And he said, don't worry about it. 
Oh, you just hold on. I was with a friend who just got fired. I was completely out of my mind. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll pay for it now. Yeah. Just bill me double. Yeah. And he's and he and that was obvious I was telling the truth. Yeah. And he said, nah, don't worry about it. Huh? Yeah. And I'm, it was a company credit card. Yeah. And it, it's not coming out of my wallet. Yeah. I'm pretty generous when I got a company credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Steak and eggs, steak sandwich, uh, steak and uh, potatoes. All right. <laughs> That's a, one of the best things about not being a beak guy anymore is that uh, it's easier on the waistline. All right. Yeah, you're not... You're not uh, you on gotta the pay, road, gotta, eating gotta, whatever. Got to yeah. pay for your own meals. Yeah. <laughs> so, but good for him. If he thinks I'm a cougar, fine. I don't... That's... that's and the, the reality is I am. But I'm no more a cougar than I am a Ute. And I'm even rooting for Utah State, and I don't really have a relationship with Blake Anderson whatsoever. But I know it means something to Scotty. And as much as Scotty just disgusts me, I know it means something to him. <laughs> it never hurts to have one more team win. Oh, for sure. It never hurts. Yeah. So, go get him. Have your nine-win season. Sweet. And, and Riley Jensen's an Aggie fan. I mean, come on. You're going to root against them. That doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, Riley's classic when it comes to the Aggies. I'll, I'll never forget once. It was in the early days of the show, and we'd have him on the air as the Aggie end of the bleachers. Yeah. And at that point, I mean, he's completely changed his career arc and everything. At that point, he was selling sports talk radio. Right. And was literally sitting at the cubicle outside the door. And... and uh, and they had some crowd of like 12,000 or something. And I'm like, how do, how do you only have 12? And they weren't good. I mean, this was a different era. They didn't have the facilities they have now. They didn't have the conference they have now. They weren't winning like they are now. I mean, it was a slog. There was not nearly as much hope as some there bad is now. times, yeah. yeah. And, and, but how do you only have 12,000 there? I mean, everybody doesn't like take two college friends up there. And he's like, David, there's really only 6,000 of us. That's how we got to 12,000. We're already doing that. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. And probably true. It's just good for biz when they win. Oh, uh, we got more people uh, tweeting at us here. Uh, Greg, we all just need to know what those mean USC students chanted. Fetch BYU or worse? Well, I, I thought that is worse. what they were chanting. I think it was the big one. It's fetch, yes. I mean, I've heard it on the road with the Cougars. Sure. Not the first time. No. Yeah. But are they going to hear it in the Big 12? Because they're new there? Yes. You hear that in the West? I heard it in Texas a couple years ago. Uh, I was down there. Oh, really? Yeah. It wasn't a huge group, but... I don't think the animus will be there at the start. I mean, you saw Baylor and BYU hugging. Mm-hmm. But Baylor won. I know, but they did it before the game. Like, that was it homecoming? Okay, so there's the no animus because it's the first time they're playing. Well, the first time in a long time they played back in the 80s. I got you. It was but homecoming. They had Tom Homo yeah, yeah. in the program. It's the first yeah, time yeah, in a long time. Welcome to the conference. And then Baylor won, so there's no animus. But, but they didn't go when there you, win? When you go on the road and you got 10,000 or more of your fans there and you win, the animus starts pretty quickly. Right, because it's so dang noticeable. Yeah. And it's great. I don't, I've never been in a, I've been in Big 12 stadiums. But I've never been when it didn't involve BYU. So meaning I've yeah, never, you haven't been in a Kansas State Texas Tech game. Yeah, and so what? I don't know how those fans travel in a conference game. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. 
And but, it's probably different depending on the team and how long the trip but is. But I, I, that conference is spread out now. I understand. Oh, for sure. You got the yeah, West zone. Virginia to Iowa down, State's a little bit of a fall. Yeah. And, and Cincinnati is uh, Eastern time zone also. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's hard for me to imagine that there'll be more fans of any other team on the road than B- what BYU will do. Oh, I completely agree. BYU will, BYU will be the best traveling team in the league. I'm, I'm not sure about Oklahoma or Texas, though. Well, they're going to be gone. I know, but but using them as the example. So I guess, yeah, with them being gone. With but them Oklahoma, gone. But Oklahoma State. Yeah. Somebody's got an opportunity to dominate that conference. Because Oklahoma's dominated the conference. Well, Oklahoma State's done the most winning, and Baylor right behind them. But I don't know what their fan bases are in terms of travel. TCU with a new coach, it's a wild card. We haven't seen them uh, win with multiple yeah, coaches. Yeah, but TCU, I've been to their games. They don't draw big. No. No. I've been to plenty of their games because they were in the Mountain West. Mm-hmm. I've been in that stadium many times. I've been in that basketball arena many times. And I've been there with BYU in basketball. And BYU has as many fans as oh, TCU. Way more. Yeah. Yeah, way more. When Dave Rose had some good teams, uh, they they conducted like, a, and it wasn't a fireside, but it was a chat with the fans because I'm sitting there press row and there's BYU administration after the game talking to the fans. It wasn't a a spiritual thing. It was more of a, a athletic, yeah, athletic thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Bam, yeah. and these are fans and either boosters and or potential boosters. So absolutely. Right. And they won the game. So everyone spent a few minutes great. with them. Yeah. yeah You're yeah. down there. Yeah. 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 And they, they, they turn out in such great numbers. I mean, you heard it uh, Saturday night. I did not go to the game. I watched it on television. And uh, who, 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 who did the game Saturday night? Uh, whoever it was. ESPN. Uh, yeah. And that Gilmore. They kept talking about the number of fans there. Mm-hmm. Well, the rest of us like, well, duh. I've been in the Coliseum when BYU played there. I've seen it. I've seen it with my own eyes. I know that's the way it's going to be. And that was uh, that was in what '03, the second of their three consecutive losing seasons. They weren't exactly on top of the world like they are now. And tickets were harder to come by because yeah. SC was on top were, of the world. Yeah, I think there was like seventy-five, eighty thousand in that, something like that. And uh, now it's a different deal. As he was down there, plenty of good seats still available. Yeah, and it's such a cavernous uh, venue anyway. It's rarely sold out unless it's uh, you know Notre Dame and the Crosstown Rivals. They've got that thing going on too. Uh, but yeah, if USC is undefeated and former USC assistant coach, if USC is undefeated and kicking off at six o'clock, then the place will be full. So they don't really want to come at seven thirty. They certainly don't want to come at one thirty. Uh, depending on what time of year. That was the take of a former USC assistant coach. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if they play the Bruins at one thirty, I've been in that stadium. The Bruins at one thirty can do it. Yes, I've if they're covered both good. games yeah. there at that time in which it was. Packed. I had a UCLA fan offer me a uh, ticket, and I went to a game and sat in a peristyle end. You're a long way away from the football game. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, the way it's constructed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're a long way away, but that's how full it was, and that's where they stuck the UCLA. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's a UCLA guy and had tickets for 20 years. And So the bottom line, to bring it around, is I am absolutely a Cougar fan, and I, am, I may quit just so I can travel on the road with the Cougars in the Big 12. So all you people who want me to stay, and I understand the, the tweets have been flooding in, it's overwhelming Manhattan's to stay. calling your name. Yeah. Well, I'd go to Hades with my Cougars. DJ PK, your feedback coming up next. Stay with us.
And it's all over almost here. Don't go nowhere. It's been a wild ride for Blake Anderson and the Utah State Aggies. As the Aggies have punched their ticket to the Mountain West Conference Championship game, the Aggies head to Southern California to square off against San Diego State for their first ever Mountain West title. Catch all the play-by-play action this Saturday, beginning with the Aggie pregame show at noon, right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Join Unrivaled with Alex Keery and Scott Mitchell Friday from 3 to 6 at the Hot Tub Factory Outlet Holiday Sale in Draper next to Cowabunga Bay. 12101 Factory Outlet Drive, 121st South Factory Outlet Drive. Your feedback, Greg says, I've been a loyal listener to DJ and PK from day one. When buddies would say they couldn't stand that PK guy, I'd say, (laughs) give him a few weeks. He's only a fake jerk. You're a fake jerk. You nice. fake jerk, you. Who was that, Greg, you say? Yeah. <laughs> Greg Dorius. <laughs> Uses his name on uh, Twitter and everything. Well, then he deserves some, mention. As opposed to some anonymous handle. If that's his name, that's his real name, then yeah. Tim McCombs wanting 15 more years. He, he got at me. Mike says, how about 15 more days? Yeah, see? One sent to the Zone's Twitter feed says, we've suffered for 15 years already. What's another 15? <laughs> <laughs> that came from Aaron. That's the, that one. Now I'm getting, uh, I'm getting tagged in tweets here from a Jacob C. Hatch. I know who he is. Screw that guy. Trevor says, why don't BYU and Notre Dame try to get a game, an independent champ, to bolster their resumes for this upcoming weekend? They pulled it off with Coastal Carolina last year. Thoughts? Jake's on board with the idea. He says, those games are outliers, unfortunately. I have your back and want it to happen as well. How many times have I stood in the hallway wasting 20 minutes of your life, unwilling to go away? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> How many years have I been doing that for? Well, I've been with you guys, and we're going on nine years with you two, so... It's been a lot. It's probably half of that time. Probably. They just need to play week 13 in Canada. They should. It's perfect. Notre Dame wouldn't have a coach, so I guess it's not perfect. They'll have a coach. Going to promote the defensive coordinator? That's I'm the early rumor. 35 years old. Freeman is his name, right? S- stay in house, have some continuity. And if they want Fickle, well, he's at Cincinnati getting ready for the playoffs. He's Fickle. Why would you want Fickle? Because he's really good. Yeah, but he's Fickle. But he's going into the Big 12. Ah, they already did that with the Cincinnati thing. They did. That's exactly where they got Brian Kelly. He did, what, at least three, no, maybe four years at Cincinnati. I would love to see this, this young fella get promoted. That's his name, Freeman, right? Marcus Freeman? Marcus uh, Freeman. Yeah, played Ohio State linebacker. 34, 35, somewhere 35, I looked it up. Yeah, that would be sweet. That'd be great. He and Lincoln Riley, two young guys in charge of big-time programs. Love to see guys get chances. All right, any final thoughts you want to share with the people? Yes, I really believe that the uh, love you take is equal to the love you make. <laughs> you want to make fun of Jake for a minute here at the end of the show? <laughs> Set things up for the next show? <laughs> the other Jake, not our Jake. Not we, Yak. We were golfing with Jake Scott. Yak. Not Yak, Amy. Yak, you got to hear this. So we're golfing with, uh, with Jake yesterday. And Gordon. And Gordon. 
Okay. And and Jake decides to climb out on a limb by himself that the Beatles are overrated. Well, Gordon has been watching this uh, series that they got going. The yeah. Apple documentary yeah. series, right? Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Gordon's watching. He's very impressed. And and <laughs> Jake drops they're overrated. Was that at like the second or third hole? It was early. It was the third tee. It was the third tee. Okay, so did we play nine or 18? Let's also get that out of the way. Uh, Jake played nine and the rest of us played 18. Okay. And by the fourth hole, who had Beatles tunes cranked out of his cart? <laughs> Guessing a certain Patrick Jake in it. Might piss me off. Clearly. I don't know that everybody <laughs> Let else. It be. I don't know that everybody else at Old Mill wanted to hear that, but they got to. <laughs> there goes Sarge Pepper's Lonely. You, you cannot say the greatest is overrated. It's like saying Abdul Jabbar is overrated as a scorer. No, he is the all-time leading scorer. You may not like them. That's your choice. You can be wrong on that. But you can't say when you hold all the records and 60 friggin' years later they're still being talked about that they're overrated. And if, Clocky, you're listening, you can know what you can do. (laughs) Not not just anybody. Help! You know I need some wine! All of PK's golf tips that were paying off yesterday. My short game was on fire, Yach. Oh yeah, as well as I've seen him play. And it's as well as I played. That was. Have we upgraded the technology? Yes. No, no. That's a joke. And and that was it. When Jake wanted to get back together with PK here, they decided to pick on me and my ancient clubs. For a Hall of Famer, it's embarrassing. I make sure he pays ahead of me, that we're not in the uh, pro shop at the same time. DJ PK, that'll do it for us today. We will see you. Tomorrow, or we'll at least talk to you tomorrow. Jake and Ben are coming up next. Stay with us.